0: if you know me and lexi you know that we are both quite the bookworms and we've got something exciting to share with you all today have you ever found yourself overwhelmed by the endless options at the bookstore unsure of what to pick up next well we've discovered a game changer book of the month this isn't your run-of-the-mill book subscription it's like having a book loving friend handpick your next literary adventure each month trust me their selections are always spot on this month i can't wait to dive into real americans by rachel kong what makes book of the month stand out it's the simplicity no more decision fatigue at the bookstore just a curated selection of top-notch reads waiting to sweep you away lexi and i had a blast picking from a variety of genres from pulse-pounding mysteries to heartwarming romances but what truly won us over is their dedication to quality and fun With just a handful of selections each month, they prioritize the joy of reading over endless options. Every book is a gem waiting to be discovered. So fellow book lovers, it's time to level up your reading game. Head over to bookofthemonth.com and use the code PEDALS to snag your first book for just
1: $5. Trust us, your bookshelf will thank you. Let's talk about something that affects all of us ladies, hormones. Because let's face it, when your hormones are out of whack, life can feel like a roller coaster. Well, say hello to Hormone Harmony, the ultimate solution for women of all ages seeking balance, crafted by Happy Mammoth. But what sets Hormone Harmony apart? Well, it's not just another supplement. Happy Mammoth, the company behind Hormone Harmony, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. Plus, Hormone Harmony contains science-backed adaptogens that help your body adapt to hormonal changes, ensuring you feel like yourself again. Hormone Harmony is an all-in-one hormonal balancing solution designed for women of all ages. So whether you're in your 20s dealing with PMS or in your 40s and beyond facing menopause, Hormone Harmony has got you covered. For a limited time, you can take 15% off your first order at happymammoth.com, just use the code Black Girl Flow at checkout. That's HappyMammoth.com and use the code Black Girl Flow for 15% off your order today.
2: Welcome to the Black Girl Flow Podcast a space dedicated to creating conversation that pushes us to be in alignment and at peace with ourselves and the world around us. We are about cultivating joy, growth, and success in our life, love, and identity. So join us as we find our flow. We are your hosts, Liv and Lex, two 20-something-year-old Black girls working every day to be in flow, and we want you along this journey with us. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Black Girl Flow podcast. You know, we're always just so grateful to have y'all back for another conversation. Talking about all the things, always, you know, how we live our best lives, the things that are keeping us up at night, how to live in alignment, how to support your tribe, and everything in between. It's your host, Livin' Lex. And we're excited to get the conversation started. How are you doing, Liv? I'm doing just fine. I feel like
3: I recently, one, just watched Issa Rae's newest production, Sweet Life, Los Angeles. And if you've been listening to the podcast for a long time, you know that I am a reality TV fiend. So I've honestly just been so rejuvenated, I've been more rejuvenated by watching Black women and men in such highly elevated like points in their life but still closer in age to me so it doesn't feel like super far off like real housewives or anything like that mm-hmm. and yeah other than that started my first day at job, which is kind of crazy so mm-hmm. we're full-on in the adult world um what we've really been counting down to that I feel like each pulse check like <laughs> And then now it's finally happened and I'm here and we're honestly just going to see how things go. But I'm excited. Life is, I can't complain about it right now, honestly.
2: Just hearing you talk about the Issa Rae production, Sweet Life, it just reminds like the song that popped in my head. It's like, I'm living my best life. You know, just like watching people just kind of shine and do their thing. And it is interesting because I feel like the last time we had some type of like, unscripted show which this isn't this was scripted like the hills like you've never we've never really seen this for like you said people our age I have not checked it out yet I'm too busy catching up with everybody to Love Island nobody wanted to tell me that this show was literally so addictive that I'm like out here watching it during the weekday while I'm working that's how bad it is I know.
3: And it's with Love Island, an episode every single day just makes you want to be like, okay, well, what's going to happen this episode? The way that they're able to do the cliffhangers, chef's kiss,
2: honestly. And we know I'm a fiend first and trashy love television and not even trashy because this one isn't that trashy like it's so staged and so like simultaneously wholesome and the worst thing that they're doing is all making out with each other. It's very very interesting but I'm hook line sinker no spoilers please because I already know everything already happened but I'm, I'm definitely on the train now.
3: And we just have to specify for the Love Island uh, fiends out there that this is actually Love Island US that she's talking about, not the UK version. <laughs> I myself am trying to catch up on the UK version, but the accents are a lot. I'm
2: not gonna lie, they're a lot. And uh, I'm, I'm, gonna, really- I'm gonna catch flag for it, but I'm, I'm with you on that. Like I'm, I don't get the hype, but I'm just not about the crowd. Like I'm not a part of the, the tribe that's like very pro the British accent. Like the thing of it, so I agree with you. But either I'm thoroughly enjoying myself. But lip, wow. I'm excuse me, but um, we gotta get into our conversation today because we're without you doing your
3: pulse check.
2: No, I know, yes. y'all.
3: <laughs> you try to skip this person really? every single time. I'm like, excuse me, like, did I miss something? Was watching Love Island for real? Your post check, like, <laughs> that, that's the most exciting thing that's going on. No, again.
2: no, 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 yo, y'all. I hope everybody. <laughs> Olivia's trying to play me right now. Like, please. you are trying to no, skip but-
3: over the <laughs> most important p- portion of the conversation.
2: I was going to say, you can definitely tell from our conversation that we need to dive deeper into our pulse check because so many things are going on in our life because you're like elevating your life got this big girl job doing all the things but then like there's a lot of other things happening in the background of your life too and like the same for me of it's like I feel like there and I don't know if other people resonate with this like there is a level of busyness to my life right now that I've literally ended some of my days being like I'm dizzy like I'm dizzy with how many places my head is right now and that's such a different place that we've been in for like since well honestly life like nobody's been here yet but um I feel like we need to dive a little bit even like deeper to to see the season of busyness like does that resonate with you at all or no
3: yeah I mean I you always talk about the season of busyness and like how your life is in cycles of three right Mm -hmm. and I don't know I guess adapting that logic into my year this is supposedly supposed to be my golden year because i'm turning you know i turned 22 last year and then on the 22nd like it's supposed to be this big year so i feel like i've already kind of mentally prepared myself for a lot of milestones um and you can kind of see that throughout like the year of me working my way up to having this full-time job and then like navigating relationships and like what i really want to cultivate in my life um but what about you like this season okay I'm just gonna have to spill the beans because <laughs> Leslie does not want to share all of her information but this girl is for real about to buy a house like
2: it's it's really in the works and I feel I'm like I'm gonna lie I didn't know which beans you were gonna spill and what does that say about me because I was like is she gonna out that I'm in a relationship too because I was like there
3: we go there we go (laughs) it's taking like this is I think the epitome of Aquarius is um I don't know
2: why you guys are this way but this is huge if you find out definitely let me know but no, I have, I have been dating somebody for a little bit of time now. Um, <laughs> and I'm also in the home buying process, which like, it's so, it's so tough. It's like hard to talk about. Cause it's like, there's so many phases to it. That like you don't want to get too excited. And I don't want to like, put too much out there and then the world rip a rug from underneath me which i know is also a little bit a part of the scarcity mindset that i think black women were always waiting for like the other shoe to drop a little bit and i don't want to be in that place in my mind or in my life but it's like a harsh reality of just i'm like in uncharted territory and i also have two jobs (laughs) And so my time is spent spread thin and our podcast obviously is a baby of mine as well. So it is definitely, I have to be very intentional with my time. And sometimes I don't know if I'm handle my seasons of busyness really well, because we all know how much I love my damn time. Like I dream about the days that I was spending when I was back in Texas, and literally all I was doing was crocheting. Like I have not crocheted anything since I've been back um, from Texas, and I was killing the crochet game beforehand. And it's like little moments like that that I'm like, oof, like, oh, like where is my moment today? Right.
3: Just- How do you get back to that? That like 2016 era when everything was just so wonderful. <laughs>
2: And the thing is, and I think we'll get into this in our conversation about like, at least for me, those are my moments of peace. And it's not that I want to chase those moments. I saw something on Instagram that really resonated with my body that was just talking about how like when you're meditating and you like have this routine and you have like a really good meditation or you have like a really good epiphany, like you know, not to chase that, like not to be like, okay, next time like I want that same before and just like be really grateful for it and then keep on keeping on. And so part of me doesn't want to chase that like quiet and stillness that I really do love because I know that again, like you said, I'm in cycles of this. So I'm like this too shall pass. Like, oh, <laughs> like stead, be steadfast in it. But like this is tough. And I'm 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 curious if there are other people listening that are finding themselves in the midst of transition, maybe in relationships, maybe in their professional life, maybe their, you know, their circumstances that also just have them really, really busy.
3: Right. I think you hit on such important things through that, like this idea of meditation and becoming more mindful while you're trying to cultivate inner peace within yourself. And I think it's going to be different for everyone, but what I will say is this morning, I was just, you know, I woke up on the wrong side of the bed, and I knew that I've been trying to, that I was trying to, like, work out more, I was trying to, like, be on my yoga journey, I, you know, I got a lot of things going on, and usually if I have been working out and I don't work out, you know, one day, I kind of like beat myself up about it. Mm -hmm. But today I was like, I'm going to make this fun for myself. And I looked up this like hip hop, twerk, dance class virtual thing on YouTube would highly recommend for all my black women to just kind of shake out my feelings and to still like pour into that mindfulness that I want for myself and the inner peace that I'm trying to cultivate in myself as well I also feel like it's really hard for our generation to truly be at peace when you're constantly looking at other people's lives on social media and even as like a social part-time social media manager I have such this love-hate relationship with it because if you're going to be on social media like you have to have a certain level of mindfulness to be able to be like okay even if this is someone's perfect reality, like this has nothing to do with my journey. And like, I'm going to keep on taking things day by day because you can get so wrapped up in what other people are doing to the point where it just completely steals all the joy from your heart. And like, that's not a positive and healthy way to actually like cultivate a good relationship with your body, with your mind, with other people. If you're constantly comparing yourself yeah. What is Quote is that comparison is the thief of joy. So that's like a I feel like you have to have a mantra when our mantra when when you are like in this space of wanting to do the best thing for yourself.
2: Well, and I think everything that you're talking about, I'm sure, is resonating with so many folks because to, even to a couple of pieces of the things you said, like getting on social media and comparison, also getting on social media and being just you know, shell-shocked by all the news constantly, you know what I mean? Like, like, again, world chaos day by day by day, and it has not stopped for literally almost years now, and I think also, too, of the piece of just, like, being and getting caught up in somebody else's like pace of life because I'm sure so many folks who are in similar age bracket that we are some might be at home right now and like also being on your parents time or your parents space or starting off your job and being all about the company or the agency or the mission and it's like you're getting pulled in so many directions that sometimes you do forget like you said to just kind of Woo-saw and ask yourself like whoa 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 where am I in all of this and like how am I letting those energies shape how I'm showing up or like what am I really metabolizing that's probably not mine that like I need to let go of and that's so interesting that you say like your mantra is like comparison is the thief of joy because I really think mine is like protecting my peace like that is my big big thing and I don't always know what that means but I think obviously the conversation today is all about centering and cultivating your own peace and like the very complex way things that that means like that there's no recipe for success or like you know copy paste version of that but it's it really does show up so different for everybody but I think especially in times like this which is such a cliche sentence to say, like I'm literally gagging as I'm literally saying that, but feels really important to have, you know what I mean? Right, exactly.
3: And a little vulnerable moment real quick. Uh, You know, I recently got out of this long-term relationship where I had met um, my partner in quarantine and created this like really intense bond with him throughout this moment. And now that i'm out of this right when cupping season is right around the corner i'm gonna really have to hone in and hone in on you know myself and really prioritize my needs and wants as i'm embracing this single season of my life and look cupping season we've talked about it on the show plenty of times it's no joke and i feel like it's going to be really important for me to just be cool being where I'm at meeting myself where I'm at and if I have to put on another hip-hop twerk (laughs) session like that's exactly what I'm gonna do to like just make sure that I'm taking care of my body and nurturing myself so that kind of leads me into I guess the big question uh for the for the episode Lexi which would be What does cultivating inner peace look like for you?
2: Oh, boy, oh, boy. (laughs) I think, yeah, for me, it really is moments of stillness. Like creating moments of uninterrupted, unallocated silence where there's there's space enough to be whole, and like that feels and sounds so vague, but I can feel it in my body of those moments where it's literally like I joke all the time during the workday, and I'm like, "Woo saw, woo saw," but I'm like seriously trying to like calm myself down when I'm saying that. But it's that moment of like quiet. And it's, there's sometimes that that happens. I um, live by myself and there are some moments and I'm like, I'll walk into my house and I'll just like put all my stuff down and it's just silent. And I'm
3: like, ah. <sighs> now you
2: sounding like
3: a 50-year-old mom with the kids just moved out of the house. <laughs> Finally, they're gone. I
2: have my peace. <laughs> That's really dope. But in my mind, it's like, and if it's just, if it's just that moment, then like, it really reframes my whole day. Because like that, I'll have that moment and then I'll be like, wow. Wow. I'm just so grateful for like this, that, like, and I I, like can really start to let go and put things into perspective. And so for me, it's about protecting my mindset so that I don't forget to have those moments. And it's also about like centering and making sure that I have those. Sometimes I have a little bit of guilt because I'm like, I wish I would have gotten to that sooner. Like I should always start my day with that. Like I always feel late to it, but then it's like the moment that you're like, or sometimes it's out in nature that I have those moments. But for me, that's just one component of cultivating peace for yourself is like an actual literal moment of stillness and quiet, which let's be honest, that probably freaks a lot of people out. You know what I mean? So like, I also have to call that out and say that like to each their own. Right, exactly. It's going to be different for
3: everyone. And for me, honestly, like when I'm still, it honestly makes me more uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And brings me peace. Sometimes I just kind of feel stuck and being still to me just has to, I've, I've got to rework the way that I interpret that and that I move through that, but I feel like this is going to be such a Capricorn answer because for me, I cultivate my inner peace by trying to become more disciplined and really mm. like my routines. So that means, for example, not when I don't feel like making up my bed, like still making up my bed or when I don't feel like moving my body, still finding a way to like get a bit, get a couple more extra like steps in. Or if I just feel like I've got a lot on my heart, being able to be vulnerable with friends, write it down in my journal, but just having a more routine-like nature of Mm -hmm. feeling like, okay, I did what I needed to do to move throughout my day. But I know like there's so many people, especially in the black girl community that rely on their faith, that might rely on spirituality to really cultivate that inner peace. And I love that. Like, I also think that you should have something that you like hold to be true, that you feel like you can show up and show gratitude
2: towards. Yeah, because that's not the default, or like the things around us are pushing us towards that. Because I, I think the part of it, we kind of have to get to an understanding of like why would we like why should somebody care about cultivating peace in their life If their, you know, if their bills are getting paid, if they got a job, like if they have all these things, material things, or maybe the wins for life and success, and they're booked and busy and all that, like, I think we need to have a little bit of a conversation about like why cultivating peace in your life is important. And I think it ultimately comes back to what we're trying to communicate in regards to this community that we're building is that like, there's a level of being in alignment with yourself and the world around you. And I think not just thinking about your piece for yourself, but like the collective piece. Do you know yeah. what I mean? 100%.
3: I don't even, I think a lot of us don't realize how much our body holds on to trauma mm-hmm. and holds on to past experiences from childhood that we might not even like fully be able to piece together. And so, in order for us to heal as a collective like we have to address the problems and we have to figure out some sort of way to like be better for the sake of the community
2: mm-hmm. and it's so interesting because I think like that's such a big goal that we desire especially like y'all know I rock heavy with my black girl tribe like well if, if there's a hill I'm gonna die on it's gonna be something yeah. for black women like <laughs>
3: Part, that part,
2: <laughs> and and I think about that just often. I'm like, if anything needs to ground me ever, I'm like, just so grateful always for the the black woman in my life. But I think that it does start with something just super basic. Of you mentioned, live that like our body does take on so much, and that says something. I think there's like two sides to it. That means that we're like hella resilient. Like there is a strength beyond anything that we can really comprehend for ourselves and like who have come before us that have endured so much and it's but then there's also a little bit at the same time of like but do we need to be doing that like is that the cost you know James Baldwin always talks about like the cost of the ticket of like what you do endure and like what do you get out of it and I think for us it's just or at least when I think about like cultivating peace for Black women and cultivating that space I also just think about you know we've talked about this before like you just take a collective breath you know what I mean like so much of even when I was saying of like when I walk into my house it's just that moment where I'm like (sighs) right oh my gosh was I holding my breath all day long like did I forget to do this did I forget to have this moment of myself like what like what was I doing all day and in my mind I'm like just because I'm getting through the day doesn't mean I'm getting through the day as my best self and there's also I'm also going to add this because I'm always conflicted and which is why this conversation I think is so complex and I hope it's resonating with folks because I also feel bad sometimes because I'm like my life's fine like I'm I'm busy like Not that peace thing, like I'm good, I'm Gucci, you know what I mean? Right, no, I
3: 100% resonate with everything said. And I feel like, again, I realized that I, for one, wasn't breathing throughout the day. When (laughs) when I was in high school, I used to walk around with this really confused look on my face. Like my eyebrows were up high and my body just wasn't relaxed and people would always why are like are you lost or something and I had to really become more conscious of just like relaxing my body in everyday situations uh because I honestly deal with a little bit of social anxiety where even sometimes when I'm public speaking I can feel my throat starting to close up and I just started realizing that like I chew on the inside of my cheeks and I don't know I've just adopted these anxious habits so I literally have to like train myself to breathe. And I think meditation helps with that so much, but also bringing it back to the comparison thing. Um, I really feel like most of the people that I follow on social media are probably closer to their thirties. And I hadn't realized that like this entire time I had been comparing myself to like, Oh my God, like how do you, a um... whole it? Like, how is their apartment fully furnished with all of the like accessories that I would want to have. And because, you know, black don't crap like people could really be <laughs> one for all that I know. But I was looking at their journeys and I was like, wow, like how am I, how,
2: like, how are they? How do I, yeah, yes. back up against them. No,
3: right. no, I'm, I'm a couple, couple, a few, actually more than a couple, a few years behind. And I think that more people just have to, Be authentic for one, but two, just like, be okay with the pace that you're at. And I think that's what I really want people to take away from this conversation. Like you said earlier, it's okay if you're living with your parents. Shoot, I'm living with my parents. It's okay to be unemployed. We're in the middle of a freaking pandemic. Give yourself some grace. It's okay to embrace the single season of your life, even if cupping season is right around the corner. Just breathe, like, talk to your community, be real heal your like wounds no matter how fresh or old they are like we have to do this for the betterment of the black girl community because we are on the rise okay black women are actually i think the highest demographic group to like start a business right now like we are taking over the entrepreneurial game and the more conversations like these that we can have with one another the more that we can continue rebuilding the
2: community and do better
3: for the next generations.
2: And I'll say that like, when I hear things like that, it makes me so excited, but we've also talked about it before. The entrepreneur game is savage, right? And so I think that there's an invitation to like, as we're paving our own way and like a new path and a new way forward, like, don't forget that peace thing. You know what I mean? Like, don't forget (laughs) like if we do take moments for ourselves to take care of ourselves, to remind our friends, our mothers, our aunts, our nieces, our sisters, our bf's to also take care of themselves like then I really think that then what we build when we are taking over, you know, influencers, entrepreneurs, it's going to be sustainable. Like the presence will be unwavering. And I think that's really like, when I talk about what's the value, it's like your piece gives you strength because nobody can take that from you. It makes you, it makes you sustainable and it doesn't, you're not dependent on like a good day or bad day or the, the busyness and the booked and busy You just kind of have this perspective, and also this like humble gratitude, and not in the humble like I'm. Oh my gosh, I'm just grateful, grateful, grateful. It's like no, 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 no. The gratitude that's like this is my worth. This is what I'm doing, and I know I'm doing it to, and I'm bringing everybody along with the win for me. And I think in a weird way, we have somehow answered that question. Like if you don't see that. Then, you know, then start asking the people around you what their relationship to peace is and see who's succeeding and who has that strong relationship with that with peace and who does not have that relationship and is asking themselves, like, what even makes me happy?
3: That, my friends, is what's called a mic drop. <laughs> that right there was a mic drop. Just so many gems, so many gems. Embracing that season of your life, telling yourself, I deserve this. I am grateful for this. And I own this room. I own this space that I'm in right now. Look, ah, we honestly love to hear it. And I don't think that there's any better way to end this episode than what you just said right there. Thank y'all so much for joining us. And with all of that, Remember, peace, love, blessings,
2: y'all. For real, rest up, rest up, rest up. and love yourself. <laughs> <laughs> we'll catch y'all next time. Bye. Yeah. Love. All right, that wraps up our episode this week. Don't forget to go check out Black Girl Flow Podcast on social media. And even check out our new YouTube channel to continue the conversation there. We really appreciate if y'all could rate and subscribe our channel. And with that said, see you all next time. Rest well, folks.